All right, guys. So this is the first episode that I've managed to get together for a new podcast called Comedians Ruin Bachelorette, where I have comedians who have very little point of reference for the show The Bachelorette, and we watch it and we discuss it. Um, so this segment, we're kind of going to be doing a lot of shit at once because it took me a while to get my shit together with this shit, man. So like, we're just going to talk about the clear times and then the newest episode. So let's start with our guest, Phil Corridor, great comedian of Denver. You don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, neither neither do the folks at home. Oh yeah, right, right. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. He's one of the greats. <laughs> um, so what was your point of reference for The Bachelorette before I invited you on this show? Um, I mean, I was immediately on board because I've always been a fan of trash TV. Um, I got into The Bachelorette with, um, fuck, what was her name? Good thing I wasn't on that season. Because uh, <laughs> you don't remember her name. <laughs> it was the, f- was she the first black yeah. bachelorette? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lindsay? Was her name? Rachel Lindsay. Right. Rachel uh, yeah, Lindsay. Yeah, 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 Rachel. Yeah. She, that was how I started watching it too, because I always yeah. sort of saw it as this really generic show of like really cookie cutter white people crying over each other. Yeah. And... Then when they had her on, well, what appealed to me about her is because I saw a clip of the season before of The Bachelor that she was on. And when they introduced her, it's like she's this attorney from Houston, uh, like in her early 30s or something. And I'm just like, she's too good for the dude. Like, this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, she has a great bachelorette. Yeah. And I think uh, if I remember correctly, I think she made the right choice. But Everyone I don't know. I didn't. Was dumb. I didn't watch the after show. Everyone thought that she picked like the dumb guy, but I think like she maybe needs a guy who's a little bit dumber than she is. Yeah. You know, like because she's obsessed with power. <laughs> <laughs> well, she needs someone to take care of her, and he's a chiropractor. She needs her back cracked. Yeah. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that was a good call. So, does anybody else, like, just compulsively drink $7 champagne from the corner store uh, every time they watch the show? Because... Dude, don't be <laughs> modest. This was $9. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is the cook. This was nine forty nine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're, we're some sort of class... We're sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's watching us drink this, but <laughs> if they were, they'd know. Delicious. Yeah, yeah I mean it's okay. It's mm. kinda it's kinda room temperature. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is comedians ruining the bachelorette. And well, I guess let's start at the beginning. Uh, that first episode was kind of boring, felt kind of scripted. Yeah, and that's what I was expecting. And yeah, all the guys 
were, uh, you know, pissing me off. Uh, <laughs> they're just getting out of their damn limo. Except for Bennett. Bennett came in a Rolls Royce. Yeah. He's like, I no. No limo for me, please. I. Uh, it's too I've, gaudy. I've already figured out my script. You don't have to write anything. <laughs> I own the outfit. Yeah. I have the ascot. Yes. I actually own the Rolls Royce as well. Uh, I own the man driving it. I'm driving it. <laughs> He's a wealth management guy, so he probably owns himself. He looks like Superman, though. Um, he's impressively just jaw chiseled. Yeah. Yeah. He looks great. Um, so if let's talk about limo entrances okay. as a way of meeting prospective marriage partners. <laughs> this has evolved beyond, you know, what I'm doing, you know, like <laughs> this. Yeah. So limo entrances. Um, they say first impressions are everything. How would you make your limo entrance if you were among the 30 guys competing for your future wife, mother of your children? Okay. Um, well, I mean, I'm in a limo. Isn't that good enough? <laughs> like, just no. Don't ask, don't ask about... I mean, How long I rented? It. <laughs> yeah, you you like borrowed like the last thirty minutes of somebody's high school prom limo. <laughs> it's like this means more to me than whatever is happening here. It's like, but no, uh, my limo entrance. I would, I'd get out the limo and I'd be like. Limo food, am I right? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I'd i probably get out the limo like I've gotten out of a thousand limos in my life. It's like and, step onto a red carpet, put on your sunglasses. Yeah. Or the paparazzi is glittering in your face. Yeah, get up to the bachelorette and ask her which event this was. <laughs> do you work here? Yeah. Do, do you know where the bathroom is? Yeah. Do you know, do you know where the bachelorette is? I just got here. Uh, like, no hey, babe, one. I could get you a drink ticket and get you backstage. For <laughs> <laughs> this stupid fucking show. I don't know. I just, I, I listen. I trust my agent. Yeah. I, I just, just, I just showed him. <laughs> but honestly, like, that's why I love watching this this reality TV is just like is this what society feels like a fairy tale or like is this what you know people expect to feel that you know oh this is right you know like is this is this real? Is this a real uh, depiction of actual... Human behavior? Yeah. Or, like, human behavior in a weird microcosm? Yeah, where it's like... Being like yeah. Where it's, like, real, like the, emo like, the tears are real and shit, but it's, like, they're being pushed into a specific kind of stress state. Yeah, like, this is... This is... In the, in the pandemic. Yeah. 
<laughs> so but, there's, they love being there. They're so grateful to be at a resort during a pandemic. But at the same time, they're like being held prisoner. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, oh, man, I'm like, I just want to find love after being, you know, heartbroken with my six pack and, you know, my fucking hundred K a year job. and Yeah. I just haven't met the right girl. Yeah. And then that's, <laughs> that's another thing is like, uh, watching all these perfect human beings and like trying to get myself to realize like, oh yeah, these are just regular people that, you know, actually you know, give a shit about their bodies or, like, you know, try to, like, exercise. <laughs> they, they, like, wear sunscreen yeah. in the winter time <laughs> <laughs> to stay fresh. That would be... That, I can't imagine sunscreen. Does it suck? Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it sucks, but, like, it helps. Like, I got out of the habit of wearing sunscreen but recently got back into it or I'm trying to get back into it because Yeah, you're a mile closer. It helps a lot, yeah. So I I think the limo interests all right, one of them came I'm black. in <laughs> for the listeners. For the listeners. <laughs> I'm alabaster. <laughs> for the listeners at home. Um, That's a precious stone. Hmm? That's r- alabaster. Yeah, isn't it rare? Oh, I just thought it was like a paint color at Lowe's. No, it's like when eggshell is just too fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Beverly. <laughs> That's my little sister's name. Really? I keep using it as my example name. <laughs> I'm a shitty woman today. I'm sorry. No, no, she's kind of shitty. It's um, fine. <laughs> that's cool. Um, so this one guy came on pretending to be pregnant. Oh yeah, yeah, and needless like like obviously he was one of the ones later has most emotional issues, which like <laughs> you gotta read your red flags, Claire. And then mm-hmm. this other guy showed up with uh, a t shirt with a picture of Claire's dogs on it, which if you want to make a forty year old white woman wet, that is you should wear that t shirt. Everyone yeah. should just wear that t shirt. If I can. Like, what if there's another, like, reality show where it's just, like, it's like The Bachelorette? Or what if they do a thing where it's it's The Bachelorette, they get married, but after they get married, it's determined... Like if their dogs like each other. Oh God, that'd be yeah. That would be really good. Like, like Lady and the Tramp. If the dog doesn't like you, it's just like not gonna work out. Or that should be a date, dude. That should be one of the like final dates. Is there like final dates? Yeah, because they yeah, like go, they go to their to go parents. The parents. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's possible oh, man, in this that... quarantine situation though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we and shouldn't plus, even be. Claire's got like a sick mom. Like Claire's mom is dying in dementia, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so so to set the scene, Claire is the oldest bachelorette of all time. She's the O boat. 
elbow. And <laughs> she's got a uh, fucking human trafficking dungeon full of like hot guys around age 30, <laughs> give or take. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's cool. That's fine. Um, but like the show makes an oddly big deal out of it, out of her being 39, almost 40. Like that's, it was, that's just sort of how the advertising like pushed her to us. And I don't feel like 39 is that fucking old. It's not like now that I'm 32, I still feel like I'm, I don't know, like 23. so i feel like uh you know just going through time like uh literally and then adding the factors of your brain perceiving time and the past and yeah age is just a number (laughs) like like Aaliyah. And R. Kelly said, with that album title, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, I think it was called. They said that? They had an album called that. <laughs> she was oh, a teenager. Leah. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Aaliyah and R. Kelly had an album. Well, he was producing her shit at first. When she really? Yeah. I thought it was Timbaland. Well, yeah, well, the later stuff is Timbaland. Oh, but R. Kelly was the one who put her up. That's how he got mind control over her. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> this is a horrible segue. Dude, <laughs> I, yeah. uh, thinking about Leah's death makes me sad. And R. Kelly, fuck him. Yeah, he lives. <laughs> fuck that. He got his ass beat in jail, I think, which means he's not as a cool cellmate as Bill Cosby is. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> starting sermons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Cosby. <laughs> okay, so the first episode I just felt like it was really boring. It felt really scripted. It was just They were just trying to establish the scene of, like, these guys have been hot and sexy and quarantined in the sexy <laughs> resort for all these months, wondering if they're, they're going to live or die or ever be set free. <laughs> and they've all been really excited to meet Claire because she's – the oldest bachelorette of all time, O-Boat, and she, <laughs> like, she, uh, she's supposed to be the most mature. Yeah. And probably the best at cleaning up pizza boxes and <laughs> 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 making, uh, making, uh, soup when you need it, even if you don't ask. Like, that's what they're assuming. They're assuming yeah, that she's they... her shit together more so than anyone else, despite being only, like, a handful of years older than they are. Yeah, they're, like, they're still, you know, 16, imagining a cougar, like, banging their friend's mom. And then they're like, oh, shit, I have to marry my friend's mom. You got to do it today. <laughs> yeah. You got to do it today. You got to marry her right away. Yeah. So basically this whole show kind of ends up exploding because because of that time that she got between the, when they were supposed to start the show and when they actually did start the show. She was talking to some guys on social media. She apparently established a full-blown relationship with this dude named Dale. Fucking Dale. He's just some mama's boy 
in a hot package. Yeah, from far away. Yeah, <laughs> from far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he was only pretty hot from far, from far, far away. Like camera three. Yeah, he's smoking. <laughs> he's got really good smelling pants because at one point he rips a pair of his pants because they got to do these stupid athletical challenges not to win her, just to humiliate themselves yeah. in the process of the inevitable. But it's like <laughs> one time. He, yeah, but go on. So like he ripped his pants and gave them to her as a gift. And then a former bachelorette was came on to just girl talk. And I guess contaminate the set with the current Bachelorette. And um, they were like sniffing Dale's pants together. <laughs> like she was, okay, cause so, so Claire was like crying because Claire's always cried. If something sad happens, she cries. And so then happy happens, she's like, oh, he's, he's, he's nice to me. He shows up to my birthday party. He's just like my dad. <laughs> so she is like crying about how much she's in love with Dale already after knowing him for five whole seconds and she's like his even his pants smell good and she's like sniffing his pants and then she gives them to her friend and her friend starts sniffing the pants she's like wow that is <laughs> yeah yeah even that I, crotch sweat is sweet <laughs> I uh, was taken aback but this is ABC. This is a Disney family-oriented network. <laughs> Disney owned. And they're just smelling pants. <laughs> they're, uh, they're saying the S word. They're, they're, uh, Dale, Dale, fuck that guy. Honestly... I wish it was any other guy than Dale. Why is that? What what triggers you about Dale? Uh, he's uh, he's half white. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean I know that sounds derogatory, but uh, you know, being black, I don't see him as half black. You see him as half white. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, it's this show treats uh black dudes really weird. Yeah. I mean, Easy seems like the most normal. This guy's pretty nice too. Yeah, there there are a lot of good dudes on this show and a lot of good uh black dudes on this new season. Like we got engineers, we got educators, we got like Yeah, like medical field guys. Yeah. It's a Great yeah. group of guys. Yeah. I, I like how on this show, the Bachelor will always talk about how I've got this great group of guys here. And like, I started in my head, like, if I'm like dating or seeing more than one person, I think of it as like my great group of guys that I have here. Yeah. In my head. It's like conditioning me to be an asshole. Yeah. Like an asshole, like how? Um, I don't, I think it's just kind of like, I think it's kind of an asshole thing to like be the bachelorette or the bachelor because it's like you have like a stable of men that are isolated and manipulated for your amusement and yeah and like you're treating them like cattle and making them like making them fucking uh play 
dodgeball where the loser starts to get naked <laughs> and you're naked and people are pelting you with balls. Yeah. And then like the producers made the dudes, the losers like walk back naked. Yeah. Yeah. With their butts and things after losing and being beaten with balls. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just like a PTSD fest. You know how I was telling you about like how the bachelor was for girls and the bachelorette was for guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, uh, I was thinking about, uh, like, Sometimes, like, sometimes the perception, like, when, you know, like, putting yourself out there as a huge, like, to an attractive woman, like, the thoughts come through your head, like, okay, she's hot as H, and (laughs) she... (laughs) To that point, she has a job. And, like, no doubt that a lot of dudes have made an approach and that's like where I got discouraged you know like I just didn't know like motives but then I realized that I should just maybe talk to them and ask them (laughs) questions yeah Yeah, that's always better than like getting defensive or like having a meltdown on national television yeah. just ask the girl <laughs> questions and maybe get to know if you actually like them, you know, because like a lot of times girls have a lot of guys who, you know, they see a pretty charismatic girl who's a good conversationalist and they'll just have a good conversation with them and think this is something, this is real mm-hmm. or whatever. When then like, then they actually get to know their qualities. Like Claire who cries every five seconds, <laughs> whether she's happy, she's sad, the Chinese food came on time. <laughs> She's like, I, you know, I always thought that I didn't deserve to have the Uber Eats time actually match how long it took for the Chinese food to get to me. Yeah, that's but hot. Daryl at Uber Eats, <laughs> he just reminds me so much of my dad. <laughs> and there's like snot on the floor and Dale comes out with a mop. Because that's why she chooses Dale from the get-go, is because Dale is a mama's boy, grew up in a household full of women, uh, has experience, like, hospicing family members and taking care of, like, a, a ill sister or something. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously, uh, Claire has decided to be the bachelorette in the middle of, like, her mom dying. So they have that in common. And basically, like, Dale is, like, a hospice king. Yeah. And he uh, he's good at cleaning up emotional messes. That's all he does. That's why he has, like, no male friends. <laughs> and he's good at cleaning up poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cleaning poop off his pants. <laughs> you wouldn't even know there was poop on his face. His pants smell so good. He reminds me of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. And gosh. that's like what makes me nervous about Dale is like uh like that's part of his job is like he has to have good bedside manner, you know? Like yeah. he was trained and you know, and also like he yeah, I have three sisters and uh they all resent me, but 
You know, they were girls. Yeah. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But, like, you know, I... I, uh... I know how to appease, and I know how to, like, keep my mouth shut, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I Like, know... be the good listener. Yeah. And not overhelp. And not make it worse. Or, yeah, just, like, know the consequences of, you know... Pissing sharing off. Sharing an opinion, or... Yeah. Like, being real. It, yeah, know? triggering women. Yeah. That are crazy... Or normal. Or normal. <laughs> yeah, just in general. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Puberty makes everyone kind of crazy. So, like, growing up, you know, like, if you have a lot of siblings, there's going to be, there's going to be, like, a s- specific things that you're, like, on an ongoing fight to the death, guerrilla warfare on, yeah. even if things are cool most of the time, it's like, at any moment, I'm going to jump out of a tree and fuck you up because... <laughs> <laughs> This shit pisses me off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Dale, Dale grew up in a household of women. Did that register? Yeah. Okay, good. But growing up in a household of women, like, informed how he handles Claire. And the reason why Claire gravitates towards him is because she's always breaking down. And he's always the first one that shows up with a mop and a bucket for her tears. Yeah. Yeah. And... He like understand. I will also on a genuine level, and I mean, I am here to knock Claire because I think she's horrible. But yeah. on a genuine level, like I kind of understand where she's coming from because, like, I was taking care of a sick mom for like three years, and part of that was what I thought was hospicing. Like, thought like we were getting ready to die over here. It ended up not yeah. happening, but it's like there were there was like a whole year where it was just like death was kind of medical certainty so i kind of understand like it's hard to date when you're doing that i feel like claire spent a lot of her mid to late 30s taking care of someone and not having time for herself and now she's emotional she's been in quarantine and she's been dealing with that and she's not like the best person either and that doesn't help like, she's yeah. not like the best person but she's like she's she's a chick who kind of sucks who's under an enormous amount of emotional stress and she's decided to be the bachelorette yeah yeah and like what's up with the producers like why would they put that on her like why why not just wait till she's like 42 they they were probably trying to get her to be the bachelorette for a long time but it was just like she's been taking care of her mom for years you know like that was yeah like fuck that like fuck menopause <laughs> like i i just wish that people can still fuck after menopause you just gotta be well, into you, fucking no i mean but like but you can't have children after oh yeah yeah she wants babies for yeah. some reason oh the reason why she wants babies actually is because okay so she's got a dying mother who the reason that her mother has been able to get through this period at all comfortably is because the mother has the support of her daughter so from experience i i got crazy baby fever when i was like taking care of my mom like i just i hadn't really ever felt one way or the other about it and i was i was in like my mid to late 20s it's probably like 27 ish 
And so I, 26, 27, but um, I suddenly just wanted a baby so bad because I realized that like my mom is being taken care of by family. If you don't have that and you get sick, then you don't have anything. So I was horny for a baby. Like I was just yeah. trying to trick my fiance <laughs> into getting me pregnant a lot. But uh, he so he responsibly wasn't going to get me pregnant until we like actually got married, which we didn't because it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I get that wanting a baby. The thing is like it goes away. Like a couple years later, it went away. Yeah. And if I had actually, you know, made one, you'd have a baby right now. I would have a kid having this podcast or I, having this podcast, uh, you know, like with little Junior. Yeah, hey, hey. yeah. I would have just like a three-year-old on my podcast, and all your uh, com your comedian friends, they're like <laughs> uncles. <laughs> Oh God! This is Uncle Brian. <laughs> well, I like. I probably I wouldn't have become a comedian because like my fiance didn't. It's not that I had a curfew. It's just that he really, really, really didn't like me out on a weeknight past eight p.m. He really didn't like it, and if it happened, it was gonna be like a fight later. Does and that I, make me being an a people pleaser, huh? Does that make me an asshole? Why? I feel the same. You don't want your woman out past 8 p.m.? <laughs> no, I mean, I, like, no, she can do whatever she wants, but, like, if she wants to hang out, like, and knows that I have to work at, or I have to leave for work at, like, 5. Yeah. Yeah, I I get that, too, because that that's why I, like, stayed in that situation, because, like, he did have to wake up super early. He, like, worked in a shipyard. But what's weird is now I have, like, one of those jobs where I have to wake up super early and do manual labor shit. And, like, yeah, I really can't have, like, a guy over Yeah, I've got work in the morning. Yeah. Unless he's one of those really considerate guys. Like, I had one guy over just to snuggle and sleep. And um, the next morning, like, when my alarm was going off and I was ignoring it, he was just, like... No, no, like, you have to wake up to work. <laughs> and, but very gently. Not like when I was little and my mom used to use uh, ice cold water and, like, drip it down my clothes to force me to get up because I didn't want to get up. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking for a guy like my mom in that respect. <laughs> People always say, like, she, she she always says, Claire says that she's looking for a guy who is like her father. and But, like, why not, like, you could be looking for a woman who's like your dad in some respect. I could be looking for, yeah. for a dude who's like my mom. Yeah, maybe that's... <laughs> Let's fix it up. That's, yeah, that's probably my problem. I'm, I should start looking for dudes that remind me of my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe girls that remind me of my dad. I think that's... that's where I am right now, I'm just really attracted to Amazon women. 
<laughs> like like they work for Amazon yeah. and they're really tall yeah. and like they cut drivers. off their breasts so that <laughs> yeah. they could like shoot arrows better in the Amazon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like warehouse <laughs> bitches. Yeah. And like very, uh, it's just like, I want a woman, like if I ever did have to fight her, it would be a fair fight. No. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a good fight. Pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. I Oh, that would be the next step of Bachelorette, dude. Or Bachelor in Paradise just turns into To the death. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise to the death. Bachelor fucking Pentagon. Or what do they call it? The octagon. Yeah. The octagon. octagon. <laughs> it has eight sides. <laughs> Uh, so ageism comes up really weirdly in this show all the time. Like, you've got this dude. His name is Yosef. Yes. He's actually from the part of the country that I'm from. He's from Daphne, which is across the Mobile Bay from Mobile. If you look at the bottom of Alabama, you'll you'll see like little pussy lips, and there's a left labia <laughs> and a right labia. He's left labia. Uh, no, he's right labia. I'm left labia. So he's just a bridge, hop, skip, and a jump away from me. When they first advertised this character, they said he was from Mobile. So I think he jumps sides. Oh, yeah. You know, because he took his promo pictures uh, in Cathedral Square, which is downtown Mobile. Stage left labia. Yeah. <laughs> the left wing. <laughs> I wonder if over time with tectonic plates, like, like Alabama's vagina is going to get bigger or smaller. It will be yeah. non-existent because you ever heard of It'll all be under water. change. Okay. What I love about climate change is someone will be like, wow, it's such a beautiful day outside for November. And you're like, that's because the world's ending. <laughs> Fuck your beautiful day. Like, it's not supposed to be beautiful right now. It's supposed to be medium miserable. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, what, 70 degrees? No, it's going to be 70 next week. Yeah. Uh, okay. All so what very quickly happens is like Claire, who has obviously been talking to Dale on social media, and I guess having just like the deepest Zoom conferences with him that ever <laughs> exist. They show each other each other's nipples, which they really like. Yeah. Like how Coco the gorilla really likes interns' nipples. There's a whole oh, lawsuit. Yeah. Coco the gorilla loves nipples. Gorillas love it when you show them nipples. And oh. so does Claire. And she's like smelling pants. <laughs> and... I really gotta get a newspaper subscription. Yeah. <laughs> Coco the gorilla. <laughs> she's the original Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> So, uh, so she's obviously in with Dale. Uh, she does things like she showed up on this group date and all the guys were just chatting and having a good time and she shows up and it's not like they're not incorporating her into the conversation. They're just not yeah, pulling just her like aside and reading her mind. Like, and, they, and she, she acts like she expects something. Yeah. She just sits there like. What? And like, then the guys are like, Ugh. "What are we supposed to do?" They're all like scrambling yeah. to clean up There's... mommy's emotional messes. They all have their own little like baby mops. Well, I think it was her just like forgetting that it's a TV show. Like you, and they don't know to what to do. She like you have you're the pilot. Like Claire is the pilot of that shit. Because they don't want to just like grab her. Yeah. 
Yeah, Yeah, and also they're all like really good friends by this time. (laughs) Yeah, they've been been basically an adult quarantine summer camp. Like this is like the biggest COVID free group of cloistered people that exists. I mean, this isn't a fact, but that's what I'm going to say. But this is a big group. This is like, it's like a a quarantine island. It's kind of an interesting social experiment. But yeah, the dudes actually really like each other. Yeah. They're all, they're all fairly educated or like good in their professional field or like business owners. Like, and it, it runs from like, you know, the highly educated type people to more blue collar, but really good in that field type dudes. Like all these dudes are solid dudes with similar values who are stuck in a strange situation that no one else in the world is going to understand but them. Yeah. I'm quarantined during a pandemic on a dating show. Yeah. And I feel like... Uh, is that... Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say, like, maybe because she was... The more uh, elder bachelorette, they like the oboe. Curate. Yeah, she oldest was bachelorette the, of all time. She was the oboe, dude. <laughs> I thought you would be mature. Yeah, I mean, like I thought I was here to pilot an oboe. Yeah, so they curated the most mature guys on the planet, or in America, I guess. Well, <laughs> the most mature guys who don't have COVID and also don't have herpes. Because they test everyone for all the STDs. Okay. You can't, like, just because she might have sex with up to three of these dudes, if she so chooses. Is that like... Because the... she's the commander of her own O-boat. <laughs> <laughs> the... So they all have to Here be it is. This is the, uh, this is the infamous dodgeball fucking... Oh. The dudes are really excited. They like sports. They like sports. Half of them are like ex professional athletes. Yeah. And the other half are cucks. (laughs) What is a cuck? I, like cuckolding is when you like yeah. fuck another man's woman in front of him. Yeah. So if you're a cuck, you're a guy whose wife gets fucked by other dudes in front of you. You just take it. Yeah. Fucking deal with it. Like this is a show about cucking. Yeah, but like what? Some guys like it because it it's like an element of humiliation that just takes their orgasm to the place. They just into it. They think it's hot. That's what I've never understood is like humili- like orgasm through humiliation. <laughs> then you're not right for the bachelorette. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd probably fight like half these guys. And everybody listening, I know I'm famous. They're like, oh, I would never. Phil would never fight anybody. <laughs> it's just because I never had to. Like, but I'd probably fight. 
I'd probably fight both the both the Jasons or no, both the Jordans. Yo, fuck the Jordans. Fuck the Jordans. <laughs> uh, Jasons are okay. Chasons are okay. It's like a cross between a Chase and a Jason. Hey, I actually met this guy. He, what he he told everybody that he wasn't gay, and he wore shirts that say like "I love my girlfriend" and like "I love hot women." But he was gay. His name was Chase Cox. <laughs> Chase Cox. Yeah. I'm, well, it's good that he wore those shirts. It's like a really clear signifier of what he yeah, was. Yeah, but <laughs> he would like hit on me all the time. And I was, of course, flattered. But So right now, um, she's making all of her boyfriends that are in quarantine for her uh, play dodgeball. And the losers have to take off their clothes and get pelted with balls. And this isn't... They all have different bodies. They're all individuals. They all have different resumes, but none of that matters when you're naked. This is actually the Brazilian bachelorette. We dug it up, and that's how we know that it's script as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, this is a misogynist towards dudes. Yeah, what is feminine misogynism? Is there a oh, word? Is well, there, it, there's misandry, but misandry isn't really like misandry. I'm. I am. I'm. A, that does that doesn't really provoke the feeling of objectifying. Like misandry is just like I'm a bitch feminist. Fuck all men. But Claire's not like that. She loves men. <laughs> she's like I've begged men to love me. <laughs> Even though okay, she's always like. I've begged men to love me. But then at the same time, she's all like, um, I'm single because I didn't settle. And I'm like, whoa, those are opposites. Yeah. <laughs> like, those are not the same things, Claire. Like, if you're begging men to love you, and then you're saying that you didn't settle. Like, obviously, you were trying to settle. You tried so hard to settle. And you failed at that. Yeah. Again and again. For 39 years. Because she started dating when she was like two. Did you ever <laughs> catch yourself settling? Yeah, I settled a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. That's why, like, I'm single. I've been single all year. Because I've been in back-to-back relationships since I was, like, 14. So what are, like, the, the ground, like, uh, expectations? Like, what? Is like, what do you, what would you settle for? What would I settle for? I what mean, did you settle? Oh, what for? did I settle for? Oh, I settled for people that would, that would take care of me and give me like consistent love because I was just kind of addicted to having like an endless like heroin drip of love at all times. Um, so yeah. I settled for people that would give me that, but then like maybe didn't really like having sex with me or like the kind of sex that I like or maybe the sex was good but it was just they controlled my time and they or vampired my energy like I was giving more I was a bigger cheerleader to them than they were to me 
I was imagining them giving you the light. The light. <laughs> like they didn't respect your time. Yeah, that's true. I'm three minutes in and they're giving me the five minute light. No, that is true. And that like that really fucks up my productivity. Like I need someone who um can like leave me alone when I'm in my creative hole. Yeah. And who actually respects that, like respects that process and understands it because it's like some people just really they're they're like they're jealous of your time. Yeah. And they want to covet your time and they want to like cry if you don't fall in line like what Claire does to all these guys that she has quarantined yeah. for her amusement despite the fact that she's already chosen Dale. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like when she comes in, do we already talk about that when she comes in? Or no, no, this is the first episode, huh? Still like uh, an hour and 50 minutes. <laughs> like the first episode. But yeah, she like comes in and everybody's chilling, you know, beforehand. They're just like talking. They're just having, they're just enjoying yeah. the party. Yeah, and then she comes in, everybody's excited, and then she's like, How's it going? Yeah, everything's chill. And then silence. She's expecting them to fall into a well established bachelor, bachelorette trope, which is where in situations like that, when you're on like a uh uh semicircle couch and the person you're all trying to date is in the middle, you're supposed to someone's supposed to step up and be like, Hey, can I steal you for a minute? But the thing is, yeah. a lot of these guys probably don't know that. Like and also, they, they don't know they don't know what to do because she hasn't like told them she hasn't taken yeah. any kind of lead and they're aware and she's jealous of their friendship with each other yeah like they're aware that they're on a really reality show and then also they've been getting to know each other and then she comes in like like uh <laughs> Like, why aren't y'all fighting now? Like, yeah, well, like she's well, she's always more comfortable when all the dudes are fighting. Yeah, you fucking pussies. <laughs> like, why are you having a good time? Like, fight for my honor. This isn't my cuck fantasy. This isn't the specifics <laughs> of my cuck fantasy that I expect you to be a mind reader. That's my cuck fantasy. Is all ten of my boyfriends can read my mind. And they can also like make yeah. things levitate with their eyes, <laughs> and, uh, and I just walk into a room and they know exactly. They all have a script and they all like are able to telemind talk with each other too, and so it's all perfectly curated just for me because you know what I fucking deserve it. Okay, yeah. I deserve it. <laughs> yeah. I'm Claire. <laughs> I'm 39 and I'm Claire for a reason because <laughs> I deserve a man like my father. I have a couple of questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this bedroom haunted? Is this bedroom haunted? The attic access <laughs> is right here. Oh, I don't know. I still haven't been in the attic. I meant to at one point when I was still quarantining, like, for yeah. real, for real. Like, yeah, don't go out there. <laughs> yeah. Don't. <laughs> I think I'm going to save it for later. I'm going to save it for when shit gets really bad, you know? <laughs> Because it's progressively getting bad. So Claire's mom is dying and all these people are quarantined just to try to be one of the three people with the chance to fuck her in a fantasy suite. <laughs> and so they could do Zoom meetings with each other's parents <laughs> and see if this is going to work out. Uh, and uh, Claire really doesn't respect the guy's time. Shit gets weird, though, because. All right. So, so Claire's developing feelings for someone else, but she's still getting sent on dates with other guys 
Yeah. So there's like the the Jason guy who that day oh, yeah. was weird. She Jason just made him C. talk about the, she played this oh, game. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it's like we're gonna talk about our feelings and we're gonna write down just the we're gonna we're gonna go back and forth like what's the worst meanest thing anyone's ever said to you? Me. Well, that was what they did, oh. and it was like you're hard to love or like you're. Oh yeah, they like, went back. They and were like being real like, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. what? What about you? What's yours? The meanest thing. It was, uh... dude. Fucking. Can I say names on this? Yeah. I'll drop fucking names. Yeah, you can do it, <laughs> Yvonne. Chase alone. She was Native American, and uh, she was like, "Oh yeah, I heard your voicemail. Like you sound so fucking pathetic." Like, oh, <laughs> and but she was laughing through all of this, and I was just like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah because like i know how i sound and like people have definitely like let me know but like yvonne chase alone she's really hot so i forgave her (laughs) but it cut you deep yeah yeah she yeah uh, she fucking cut some heartstrings that's like when I was recently told it's not like we're fucking dating and it's not like i fucking thought we were fucking dating but that is a mean thing to hear yeah, like it's just like, just like, well, it's like, just because we're not some sort of official arrangement, that means I don't deserve respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we're emotionally abusing each other by putting each other in a vulnerable state, which is what Claire likes to do with men she knows she has no interest in. Yeah. But it gets really creepy when she ends up. This guy. Who's she, that guy? Who's what guy? This Blake? Guy. Yeah. Oh, that's Blake. I think his name is Blake. So Blake was the one who was most traumatized by the stripping naked and having balls pelted at you. No, but... he was most pissed by yeah. not getting any time. But he was also kind of like his eye was spazzing out. Like he was just a lot of these guys are like kind of traumatized by the end of this. Dude, like, yeah. like their emotions like, have been totally toyed paid? with. No, they're not going to be paid. They get to stay at a resort with each other and the cameras. <laughs> they don't get paid. They have to bring their own clothes. <laughs> it's like a lot of suits, <laughs> especially if you're going to wear like s- colorful suits. You can't wear like I wear. Th- I wear the same macaroni orange suit every day, and it just gets more burnt orange. <laughs> they brought their own suits. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well, I guess they're all. You have to be caught up a medium high caliber, uh, like business pharmacy sales rep tech to be on this show. Yeah. (laughs) These guys have insurance. (laughs) You know what's crazy is when I was younger, I was a very husky little boy. Mm -hmm. And. Chub chub. Yeah. And now I could, like, I wear clothes from, like, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, I... Must be nice. Like, my suits 
like they I got them I got them fucking years like middle school I have two suits and they fit perfectly they nice. look tailored <laughs> that's dope and you're um, ready to go to the, on the bachelorette. I'm like, ready. You're yeah, ready. Yeah, I got yeah. two suits. Never washed. You're, well, also, more than that, you're ready for marriage. Yeah. Right now. Right yeah. now. Because the process actually, we, it's it, time. We got to get married. It's time. Yeah. That's, the, it's, that's the point. And the process. You should see my ties, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so... So Claire kind of blows up the bachelorette because it's really obvious she likes this other guy. At one point, she goes on a date with this dude and they go to get pedicures, which is a very thing I do with the guy I'm not going to fuck so that the guy that I am <laughs> fucking can suck my toes later. That's Tight the, move. They made it national. Who's going to get the foot job off those nice new clean feet? Dale. Yeah. It's not going to be anybody else. <laughs> Dale's going to get that pedicure on his dick. <laughs> toes in his mouth. Ew. Well, I don't know. And, you know, I shouldn't knock it until I try it. Can I go pee pee? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. you can. I'm not your mom. Unlike Claire, what? who's everybody's mom. I hate you. <laughs> Why did I do my mother? <laughs> the second a woman turns 30, everybody calls her mom. <laughs> yeah, right on the left. Alright, so she goes on the date with Zach to get the pedicure for the foot job for Dale and Dale alone. Oh, is that's where we're starting. <laughs> and um she uh he tries okay, so she leans in to kiss him when they're in the pool. This is a date yeah. she's obviously not feeling him. Yeah, because fucking Dale. He Did has we a even lot of talk muscles. about Dale? Yeah, we've been talking about Dale the whole time. Fuck Dale. Fuck yeah. Dale. Because <laughs> because he's half white. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck Dale. You hate Dale. Yeah. You're like every guy in the house. Yeah, I hate that guy. Like just like his 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 fucking the thing that he just wants to convey. Like he wants to convey that he's like you know like all American, like real nice. Fucking super chill. Like he's a good guy. Yeah, but he's playing the his, part of a good guy. His fucking face and his and he looks eyes. like the guy for fine young cannibals. She drives me crazy. <laughs> here, here, like no one else. She drives me crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, he cleans up emotional messes with a mop and a bucket because. He's got a lot of uh, women in his family that need his help. He has no male friends. He can pick up Claire and throw her in the air and hold her like this for a second in their kitchen. Like, like they're, like they're figure skaters in a kitchen meal prepping. Yeah. He, um, he doesn't want to hurt her, but he's kind of a chode. Yeah, but but do Zach, but Zach is worse. So okay, so she's on the yeah. date with Zach, who's this guy who she doesn't know, she has no interest in. It's basically it's like you're you already kind of have a boyfriend, but you're not official yet. You're hanging out with like another dude who starts to give you weird, starts to just turn off your vibe. Yeah, like Chris Harrison is like, okay, you gotta pick a date, and he's like, oh, I don't care. Like 
Fucking Zach. Okay, fine. Zach S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she thought she was getting Zach Zach uh Q. Yeah. <laughs> for Queen. Zach the Queen. But no, it's it's Zach Z for xylophone. Yeah. <laughs> or some shit like that. Xylophone <laughs> um, <laughs> doesn't start with Z. <laughs> His name is German. It's not supposed to make sense. So she goes on this date with a guy named Zach who has a last name. And uh she leans in for a kiss in the pool and then she kind of stops short. Like she just doesn't want to kiss him. And then yeah. he's like, wait, what happened? And he kind of, he like, at, the way the way he tells it in like the, the, the scenes where he's just talking to the camera is, I don't know what happened. Like it felt like she was leaning in to kiss me, but maybe she thought that I was hesitating. And like he couldn't comprehend that like she wanted to kiss you and she fucking changed her mind. But then at the same time, you look at it and like he's, he, he doesn't make any movement out. Until she tries to get out of the pool. And then he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and then he kind of grabs her by, like, that part of, like, the neck head. He, the neck head part that you grab a woman like, to kiss her. No, he grabs her from by the complete neck. Yeah. Like, he, he left like, his thumb. Like, get back thumb. in this pool. He left the thumb out of it. Yeah, like, she's not gonna, uh, yeah. he, he's not gonna let her get out of the pool to talk about things. And then he does it a second time. Yeah, and it's very clear. I mean, it's clear she doesn't want to kiss you, dude. And he keeps trying. But she's too nice. And she goes into trauma mode because she's a domestic violence survivor. So mm. she goes into trauma mode. She's kind of like, what? It's fine. It's fine. You see a little bit of the Dale in her. Like, she too knows how to clean up an emotional mess. Like, she too can go in this mode where she's placating other people's emotions at the expense of her own. And she does that mm. with him. And then... um. And then, like, they get ready to go to dinner. Dude shows up to dinner. Yeah. Out walks Chris Harrison. Oh, Chris. He's, he, that's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Harrison is so daddy. Yeah. He's, yeah. like, the best friend. But he's the best friend who's, like, real with Claire. Like, yeah. when it became apparent she had already picked her winner this early in, he was like, don't fuck with me, Claire. Yeah. Tell me what's up, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your friend. But I can tell when you lie because you start crying to deflect from yeah. reality. If I were into dudes, Chris Harrison would be my type. Yeah. Same. Chris Harrison's an interesting figure because when they first started this show, um, Chris Harrison was like doing like announcing for events and shit. And so he's a host. He's a natural host, which is a skill. I kind of admire, and I'm trying to learn to learn. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got my first hosting gig. It's actually a Toys for Tots drive, Colorado Springs, November 28th. Oh, I saw that, it's yeah. a hip hop show. When I tell comedians that this is my first hosting gig, and then I describe it, they're just like, ha ha ha. It sounds like the worst situation of all time. But yeah, I'm leaning into it. I'm really excited to raise some Toys for Tots and uh, figure out how to host. But Chris Harris said, so he's a professional host. He gets, he gets a. Uh, brought on to try out for the show and he's like i'm kind of morally opposed to this but then they like convince him anyway and then he becomes like the moral backbone of the show like the show works because if if you had like a like one of those jenny jones 
type host who's just, I'm just smiling as these people ruin each other's lives. Like, <laughs> that kind of sucks. But, like, Chris Harrison really tries to, like, uh, be the best friend, especially to the women when they're dealing with kind of volatile guys. So Chris Harrison steps yeah. in and breaks up with Zach, whatever his last name is, for yeah. for Claire so she can go cry in her condo <laughs> in peace yeah. as one does. Yeah. So like that's cool of him. But yes. uh some people are saying that Chris Harrison could have done more could have said more because if you notice in that scene Chris Harrison doesn't really specify why you did a bad he's just like you know you did a bad you did a bad thing that shit wasn't cool but like he doesn't specify what kind of shit and so that brought up questions in the media about what it is to be the ally Chris Harrison best friend guy yeah like just Chris Harrison wasn't being a good dad. <laughs> I think he was being okay. It just, I, was, I don't think you can go that extra mile. I think sometimes you just got to be like, hey, dude, you got to go. You know, like, because you can't change people. If someone's problematic, like, it's a waste of your fucking energy to explain, try to save them oh, for themselves the and explain. Thing, yeah. yeah, like explain why you did a bad yeah, like, yeah. Even though this is a show about being overly communicative about your feelings. In that case, then, yeah, he was doing a very good job of hosting, but a bad dad. Bad dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I'll get him next time. <laughs> yeah. I raised like, when I was, like, 14, and when I would hang out with, like, when, like, my dad would take me and my friends to, like, New Orleans or something for a day. Uh, that was when, you know, like, I had always been kind of hit on because people are pedos, but that was when, like, oh, like, everyone's going to hit on us because we're, like, 14 girl, three-year-old girls, you know. And there was this guy, this homeless guy kind of stared at us, and we were looking at my dad, like, aren't you going to do something? And my dad was just like, what am I going to do? Like, rip his eyes out? Because yeah. he wasn't, like, touching us. He was just staring at us. And that's what I just sort of thought, like, you yeah. know, fight your own battles, I guess. But Claire, I don't know who was fighting. I don't know. She's very codependent. She's going through a tough time. She ends up choosing Dale and leaving. And then the guys are in limbo. And then they bring in a new bachelor because women are interchangeable. Of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> women are by definition interchangeable. <laughs> so Tasha is not almost 40. She's... Somewhere around 30, end of divorce. Uh, 29. She's been 29 <laughs> since she was 16. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's, she's, she's a hot package. She's a beautiful woman with a lot of life experience in that she's actually been married. Like Claire, everyone expected Claire to have a whole lot of life experience. I don't think yeah. Claire's had a lot of healthy relationships, which is, that's not knocking her. And I'm not saying Tasha has either, but it's like Claire's never really made it through a full divorce and a divorce, that's like a big event. That's like a yeah, that's one of those like, milestones. You should get gifts for a divorce. Yeah. Like you should be like, oh, Divorce shower. We're getting a, we're registered at Target. 
Uh, or like we're all gonna get together in like a hut and do like a midsummer ceremony where we all like scream and fuck no, somebody. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, that's not how it ends. That's just how the whole movie is. <laughs> just a big baby shower. <laughs> yeah, a big, a, well, a big, a big like, a big like grieving orgy. Uh, you know, tight. as one does. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way I can get off anymore in 2020. <laughs> All right, so so, what's her face? Claire. Claire needed clarity, and now she's gone to go do shit with Dale, which, based on the clips, is mostly, like, meal prepping, and when she jumps, he catches her and throws her in the air. Yeah. And then they fuck, and she sniffs his pants for several days. <laughs> and then he gets to breastfeed, <laughs> and he is baby. And then she cries a lot, and he gets a mop and a bucket. Yeah. For that. And, um, like, they live happily ever after, presumably. That sounds tight. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so Tasha comes in. So these dudes have already been on this emotional roller coaster with this crazy bitch who's projecting some of her abuse onto people and not being really empathetic all the time. Fucking Tasha. Tasha shows I up. I think, like, Tasha shows up and she's like, Oh, yeah, dude, like, this is a game show. This is just a show, and, like, let's just hang out, like, for the first part. Like, they replenish the men, so now there's 20 men again. Yeah, they bring in whole new dudes, which is kind of a fucked up social experiment because all these guys have gone through different levels of, like, deception and trauma and being forced to overexpose their feelings on TV. And then you got these new guys who don't have any of that trauma. Yeah. And they're brought into the fold. But we don't even know that yet. They they just went on a cocktail date. And then that's why I hate... Uh, what's his face? Fucking Spencer. Spencer. Spencer's the one they all hate just because he, I guess he just has a snarky attitude and he like, uh, he, he doesn't know his place as the new guy and he's just sort of like the new guy to hate. That and the guy with the mustache. He doesn't know his place, but he knows how hot he is. Like, he looks like an evil Paul Walker. Like, (laughs) he, like Paul Walker died and then was reincarnated. From but just the evil parts. Sins. Yeah. Yeah, like all the shitty parts of Paul Walker reanimated into a guy who shows up late on The Bachelor Fuck with none guy. of the fatigue. I hate him so much. He still smells good. <laughs> his Brazilian wax on his balls is still fresh. So those things are still those things are still gonna be like like lily pad fresh uh by by fantasy sweet time. And like who can compete with that? Who can compete with being quarantined forever? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> no, get off. Get off. No, we, we can Nemo, keep this Nemo. Up. No, we can keep this up. No, like, keep this on the... No, it's going to keep recording, but yeah, I, Nemo yeah. needs to go. No, he's just... Are you choosing Nemo? Like, is Nemo getting the rose? Yes. <laughs> is he getting the First fantasy suite? First impression the rose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, The dog always wins. Get out of here. I really like your idea about having a reality show where people's dogs have to approve of each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, like 90 Day Fiance when they have to get a visa. 
<laughs> that's a great show. That's a great it. fucking show. Oh Do you God. see the the other way? Yeah, the other way, which is where it's just like, oh, this American has like no concept of uh what but this person's life is like. Also, there was a guy that goes to Colombia. Yeah. And they're like, well, it looks like you were doing like some acts of terrorism. Ew. We don't want you here. And then we don't the we don't want you putting like white babies, half white babies in our in our daughters. <laughs> no, he was all the way white. Oh, well, the baby, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 the, the baby, baby would be, yeah, yeah, yeah well, with, be very if you factor in like colonialism in that region, probably a little more than half white, but that's a whole story. Sometimes I'm scared. Yeah, about like. Like half. You're scared of half whites. But I guess do we, is it derogatory to say mulatto? Um, probably, but I mean, it's shorter than saying half black, half white. Yeah, or misspeaking and saying, or just half saying black. mixed, which mixed just is um, putting everyone under an umbrella where they don't have any yeah. differentiation. Yeah, like just saying Latino. I save I save the half white as an insult to mulatto mix, like. So you have kind of you have, and and I don't mean this to disparage you, but you, based on your background, you end up having like this natural racist response towards Dale getting chosen, over the plethora of darker skinned men yeah in the group of guys i mean it's not like i was in love with all those dudes but it was just like it just it it triggered or it sent me back into a flashback of you know when i was of another dude getting chosen over you yeah this and because he kind of kinda, he uh, this motherfucker. <laughs> His name? No, I. Are You're we not allowed to there. say? Do we say names on this podcast? You can if you want. Well, I always say names towards the end of a podcast because I figure only a handful of people are gonna make it there. But like <laughs> a half black, half white guy. Got a girl and you didn't. Basically, his name is. She chose him and not you. She. I don't even know if he. She chose him. You just perceived that they had a stronger connection. I just. Uh. It. It was just like he looks like this fucking dude. This dude that just looks completely perfect. You know, aesthetically. Excuse me. Did that register? Yeah. Okay. He good. he's like an ideal, and it's like, how do you compete? Yeah, with he's just like a drawing a, of a perfect person. Yeah, and that's also been 3D we're printed like, at the perfect dude shop, and his dick is proportional. And he, but also <laughs> we're fourteen, and yeah. <laughs> You're reviving. And I'm of, just um, like going through all like this the shit. chick from Paramore. 
Paramore has that song where she's just like, you're a stupid slut, bitch, and you're stealing my man, like, or whatever. And they decided to stop singing it. It's called, like, Misery Business. And they decided to stop singing it because it's kind of like some slut-shamey shit you write when you're a jealous teenager. And you're just like, my insecurities are really about this other person and their appearance being dumb. And their appearance is a representation of their dumb character. And basically it's not feminist yeah but i guess that's not really dudist to just like because perfect guys have struggled too like i mean dale has spent his whole life cleaning up emotional messes with a mop and a bucket like we're led to believe yeah unless that's what he tells us dude that dude looks like a straight up liar <laughs> his fucking eyes and then his eyes i mean he can't help his eyes like that's just but like when he has like beautiful eyes that you can't stop staring at <laughs> then that's when you notice like he's looking to the left or whatever yeah like when when it's towards the point where and this is fucked up because basically chris harrison tells her you gotta end the show if that's what you want and so she goes on a date with Dale, basically, like, tell him how she feels and be like, the show's over. Like, we're going to walk off the sunset. And look at his face, And he, dude. Yeah, the dude is just his like, she's like, face, I love dude. you. And he's like, yeah, all this I feel right the yeah. love feelings in your direction in addition to the mm. ones you're sending in my direction. And I just can't wait to see what happens. And then she's like, what do you think is going to happen? He's like, I don't know what's going to happen because uh, I'm just on your show. I'm just a character yeah. on your show. <laughs> so, I mean, you need to you need to draw me more. Like, you need yes. to, like, write what ha- What are we going to do now? Oh, engagement. Are okay. we just going to okay. keep hanging out at this resort? Yeah. Are we going to yeah. get to the pool next? Are we going to have another dinner? Do I actually get yeah. to eat dinner? Are we going to fuck? So then they fuck. And then Chris Harrison basically behind Dale's back, because Dale's not consenting at all to this. Which situation he's oddly comfortable in. Uh, Chris Harrison calls Neil Lane, the guy who designs their engagement ring, and is like, wake up, bitch. Shit changed. We need a ring today. You better, like, get out your little chisel and go harvest a diamond. (laughs) Like <laughs> we're working, we're doing this shit right now, and um, like like Dale's basically pressured to propose to her. Exactly. Yeah, in like the midst of all these other dudes it. having to switch affections, yeah, with a new bachelorette, Dale has to pony up, and he does. And I don't because understand he's why. on national TV, and he was already like in the mindset of like okay i got to make this bitch like me and like show her all of the you know aspects and traits of myself to win this fucking bullshit what is his per per, per profession um i i think he's in football He's Am a, I yelling into this? No, you're not. You're like, phone. I no, gotta no, take I, this off. I'm, I'm gonna start, like, putting on makeup, and we're gonna continue Oh, yeah, it's 6.15, 6.14. Yeah, I'm gonna start my transformation. So, just, we're gonna keep talking, and I'm just gonna, like, get whatever clip sound, alright, or whatever, clever things you say. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you have a mirror in here? 
Yeah, I do. Here, put these headphones on so that way you know if it cuts off because it's running out of batteries. And we'll just do it till it runs out of batteries and call it over. Okay. Um, so... They're, they're, I guess they're engaged. What does engaged mean? Like, what does engaged mean to you? I think of Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, like, when fucking Captain Picard says engage, they're engaging the warp drive, and, like, they're going... They, they, they're, the, they're, they're at the helm of the O-boat. Yeah. Oldest bachelorette of all time. They're bending space-time in order to get to their destination. And I feel like an engagement is bending time and space just to, you know, just to make it look like you're not making a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a grace period. Because <laughs> like, if we decided, like, if this show ended with an actual wedding, that would be very disingenuous. But it would be satisfying. Like, But, like, it wouldn't be real. But to see the faces on those people... <laughs> like just to see so, so, like, like she, she has sex with three dudes and then the next morning she's like alright I'm gonna marry one of y'all in front of the other ones that I just got like pussy rammed by and the night parents. before <laughs> and then the guy who got me the pedicure isn't even here anymore y'all have all been sucking on these piggies <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean I feel like all of them had to, you know, sign a waiver. Like, ABC is not responsible for any suicides. Or, for your emotions. For your yeah. stupid fucking feelings. <laughs> yeah. Little bitch. Fuck your fucking <laughs> feelings, you pansy. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is this this season is a special kind of fucked up just because you do have that added anxiety of having to sequester because they're always sequesters on the show like they always have to go into this place and they don't have their phones they don't have they can't they don't have like media like they can't no video games yeah no king of the hill dvds no talking to their girlfriend back home did you just say video games games, yeah (laughs) (laughs) men love video games that's one thing i learned (laughs) They love them. <laughs> yeah, get out that video games. <laughs> I just want to play video games. <laughs> start a family. <laughs> I'm ready to have kids with you today, Claire. Who's 39, most mature bachelorette, allegedly. The, the funny thing is, like, is like you compare her to to Rachel Lindsay, who was actually a mature woman. With did, your shit together. Wait, did were you? Did you ever talk about Jam Jam or what's his name? Uh. Joseph. Johan? Johan. Johan uh, Ishmael? No, Yosef. Yosef. Yeah, Yosef. Yosef from Alabama. He talks like my people talk. And it and he's sounds just like, like he's trying to lose his accent. He's like, I am a perfect 
Uh, speaking American. Well, I don't know. I feel like the that kind of like Mobile Daphne accent is kind of like that because like my accent. Sometimes people are like, "You don't have an accent," and no, sometimes it's I very don't. apparent. But it like comes and goes just because it's it's like a big enough city environment. Like it's not like I grew up like in a trailer park, you know. Like I grew up around a lot of different speaking people. Yeah. Like a lot of people have parents from somewhere else. Like. So your accent comes and goes. Yeah. But then you say goes like goes. Yeah, yeah. He's like, God, what does he say? He's just like, I think that this is appalling. I just think this is an atrocity. Yeah. And so other people like to have their like favorite big words that they use. And oftentimes they use it slightly incorrectly, you know, like he's like, do you use it Holocaust words to describe <laughs> a woman objectifying men? Which I mean, like in a way, like I get what he's saying. Like, it's such I a thought it was shitty, but it's saying like the way he approached it. And he kept saying, I expected more from the oldest bachelorette. Yeah. Like, no, why did you expect more? No, he was. Totally Have you met a 39 year old? Yeah, that's... You picked up a cougar before? That was... Such, I feel like that was the producer's day. Like, like, he probably said something in interviews and, and he then said, they fired like, him like up. we want you to say that, but... To say it like this, and... The thing is, he he really and thought... he said it twice. That when he mentioned age, he was being, like, flattering. He really thought that he was, like, saying something. He didn't realize how shitty it was to mention age like that. Like, he thought, oh, well, I like older women. Older women are more mature. They make the better sandwiches. (laughs) It only takes fucking tomato and avocado. Ladies listening, come on. Yeah. (laughs) No, the trick trick to making a man's sandwich, and I learned this because I used to make sandwiches for guys with jobs like mine, but now I have... A male manual labor job. And so now I make my own sandwiches. Yeah. Which is stressful. Like, it's like I'm playing two roles. Yeah. It's like I'm fucking myself. So <laughs> so I'm not. When do, you, when do you make it? Do you make it before? I, I make it the night before. You and what toast I do. the bread. I keep, I keep the, I keep tomatoes and lettuce in a separate container. So I build the whole sandwich the night before, keep those in a separate container because those are going to make it soggy. And I have them just both on top of each other in Tupperwares. So in the morning, I just grab that. And then when it's lunchtime, I assemble the sandwich. Because um, the meat and the mayo and like the cheese, like the basic stuff, it's not going to sog up the sandwich. Well. Keep it separate from the other stuff. May I toss a pro tip to you? Yeah, since we're both two cougars, yeah, sniffing pants, blue collar cougars. <laughs> <laughs> when is what's the age that a male is a cougar? Uh, a cougar. Yeah. Dudes aren't cougars. See, that's what's fucked up. Is that like I would be like twenty five dating a thirty nine year old guy, and like yeah, he was older and more experienced, but he was also probably kind of sleeping on an air mattress or something so they don't seem that older you know like gosh like there's things i could learn from you but we're gonna fuck on an air mattress (laughs) it's gonna be like we're in a bouncy castle like you barely have to thrust i'm a power bottom i haven't even moved my hips because they just bounce right up to meet you until it runs out of air and then like your tailbone hits the hardwood floor (laughs) of his atlanta apartment he shares with a whole bunch of other artists 
Who's shower items I use. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so at what age does a man become a cougar? And he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. And even like Claire, I don't really... 39 is not that old. Time is linear. Yeah. Right? Uh, so do we like this show? I'm guilty for liking this show. What do you like about it? I like that it exposes, you know, like, human nature. And it, like... There's this is the bachelorette and then like the bachelor, you know, just like having, you know, mo- like a large, a large uh, concentration of <clears throat> males or bachelor, large concentration of females, like all going for you know, the same objective. And uh, what was the question? Oh, do you like this show? And what do you like? No, I hate this. (laughs) Why would they do this to the fucking human beings? Like, Yeah, it's horrible, but there are like things that I see, like dynamics that I can point to and be like, hey, so this is like a microcosm, like um, mice in a laboratory experiment version of an emotion or conflict that I have experienced in relationships in this day and age. True. Yeah, yeah, that is why I do like it. It's like, it is relatable. Like, we've like, all met that girl who just cries, you know? Like, <laughs> she cries because she misses her dad. She cries because her dad was a good guy. Yeah. She cries because uh, they've got the tiny oranges at the grocery store today. What are they called? Clementines. I love those. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Just don't cry after you come. Just <laughs> well, Unless if you're going to you cry, have... cry after. Don't cry during because you don't want to like condition him to be like. Well, <laughs> during, then that. You know, blurs line like. Yeah. I get are her eyes watering? Is it because I'm throwing onions at her as an erotic activity? I wish I had onions. I love onions. They're an aphrodisiac. Are they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, like. You think you're crying because of like the chemical? Because you're coming so hard. No. <laughs> Is literally because you're super duper horny because you, yes, you smelled the, you smelled the good stuff. And that's why dudes don't This guy's probably an onion farmer. (laughs) I. When he dies, I'll inherit his land and that's the only way for me to become a landowner. I'm a woman. No, like. (laughs) Only if we give, only if you give birth to a son, then you would be affiliated to my onion land. Oh yeah. Otherwise, I'm not even a stockholder. Have you ever seen holes? No, I haven't. And the onions? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was. I can't remember it exactly, but it was onions. It was onions that made everything better. All right. You know what? After this successful one-on-one, I'm giving you a rose.
Really? Yeah. So if you want to come on later or keep coming on and then get other comedians, like trick other dudes into into watching this show too. And then we talk to them about it. And then we're the guys who know everything about it because we've been watching since the beginning. I can't believe other guys aren't watching to the beginning. From the beginning. I think they will. Well, except the first episode is expiring on Hulu at some point, but I don't know. No way, really? <laughs> yeah. Why do they fucking do that? Like, because, uh, uh. It's just like assholes, whole, like, capitalists. It's, yeah, it's all like ABC does this and not this, and CBS, CBS, like. And we have a contract with our booty holes, and so we can't have anyone else in there. I think Disney and Pornhub <laughs> should team up and just make a conglomerate. Just give us confusion boners. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, so there's no confusion. It's like, <laughs> so this we're is fully Disney, integrated. This is porn, you know, like. Yeah. They're like different apps you can go to and click inside your brain. So you can just program yourself to just be like, I'm going to put on my masturbation hat. I'm going to put on my Mulan is my favorite Disney musical hat. (laughs) Like, really different hats. Anyway, this is Comedians Ruining the Bachelorette with our guest, Phil Corridor. I'm your host, Genevieve Murdick. Check us out in Denver doing comedy until that shuts down and we have to go into quarantine and all compete for the same bitch. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The world is ending. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Hi. Bye. Bye. Thank you. You're not getting a second day. Uh, I'm just kidding. You already uh, got the rose. Oh, yeah. You already got the fucking rose. <laughs> now, yeah, all the guys in the house are going to hate you. I hope so. Yeah. I, they should do the Bachelorette with UFC fighters. They had a wrestler on there on uh what was it Rachel? It doesn't season. count. No. Doesn't count. Like, no, they you have can't to fight just to have the like death. One. He was off yeah. in the first. Wasn't he? He was. He lasted a little while. He lasted long enough to have conflict with the racist in the house. Remember that? The ha- There was like a house rapist or not rapist <laughs> racist. <laughs> <laughs> racist <laughs> the other R I was word. gonna say what's the difference but I was like oh <laughs> yeah those are really different activities you know <laughs> yeah. I mean I hate it both but they're like uh, those are different hats that we like I wear my rape hat I wear my racism yeah, hat well my racism way. hat is really more of like a wig with like a blonde layered yeah, haircut that's your grandmother's hat yeah <laughs> it's been in my family a long time we use it when we're calling the cops on people <laughs> <laughs>
Did you put the batteries in here? Yeah. So we're recording now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that part where we just do is going to be over. Yeah. <laughs> I can... That was, like, pretty uncomfortable. Should I meet this again? Yeah.